can you give me an idea of how you got the idea in the development? Well, the script, when we initially got it, it was a pretty dark script. I was really wanting to go for, you know, a story that had a good positive ending, and it's just kind of the nature of the stories I like to tell. But what was interesting, too, is sci-fi is one of my favorite genres, and, uh, you know, to be able to go in and, and have this movie a lot like the sixth sense that, you know, things are happening, you're trying to figure it out, and then there's a huge twist at the end. Uh, that was really appealing to me, to uh, trying to solve the mystery with him while he's moving to the house. I mean, that's what drew me to the story. What was the original ending that, you, that was in the script? The original ending was that um, the grand, the, everything up until the flashback where he, where he, you know, he, he goes through, he, gets, he saves Roger, he kills... Uh, the kills Rachel, the grad student, and then wakes up on his couch. But in the original ending, um, his son was still dead. And so what I did is I worked with Nick Turner, the writer, to come up with an ending where we could find a cool, creative, symbolic way that uh, he could do something when he sees his son that actually saves his son's life instead of it being kind of a darker ending. But what I couldn't get around while watching the movie was the idea that they can't control which, you know, time warp they're in. And yet he seems to be able to show up at his old house and control it and change it. There seemed to be, a, 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 within the concept, a logic gap there. But I didn't know if that was just your way of working towards the ending. Was there a different conception that you just couldn't get it across? Or, or was that the intention all along? Well, what we were doing, too, when I was talking to Nick, we, you know, we kind of tried to dabble in the science of things and tried to really, you know, tell a story that was realistic, yet it's still science fiction. So one of our goals is that we really wanted to, you know, talk through every time he crossed a fissure, um, he changed some sort of reality timeline. So any time him going to the house changed it. Remember, he was the intruder that triggered the phone call. And, you know, so we're, we're kind of playing a lot with, you know, he kind of determined his own destiny by taking a call, by checking out the disturbance. And so every time he crossed the fissure, he changed the timeline. And, and I think Nick was telling me when he wrote this, he had originally written it where every time he running, every time the detectives talked to somebody, opened the door, every time he crossed the fissure, it changed the, the timelines for whatever time he was in. So that's kind of how we still play with the sun and him changing the end and the destiny by, you know, by doing what he does and he changed that timeline. So. You know, I mean, it's, it's, again, it's science fiction, and we, we tried to keep as much as we could, but it was, you know, it was, it was obviously a challenge. Is that more your worldview that came through, that you wanted the upbeat ending? Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I, I, I tend to like or be drawn to tell stories that do redeem somehow. Um, and it, it can be, you know, I mean, I think about Leaving Las Vegas, about Nicolas Cage. So it was the shoot, it's a very dark show, but yet to me, in my mind, it's a very redeeming because it shows consequences as they are consequences. Um, so, you know, when, I, when we stepped through on this show, I mean, it was kind of one of the things that I really wanted to do was to wrap it up in a, in a, nice, in a nice, neat little package. But at the same time, you know, I, I do have somebody that I have to be accountable to, and that's my investor. And so by wrapping it up in a nice, clean, nice thinking, we actually make it a little more commercial so we can actually try to generate some income from it. You know, and you know, we had a target audience. We had a little win-out 
had a little test showing, a beta showing, and uh, we presented it to a bunch of people, and you know the majority of them liked the ending of Sin Setting the Sun. So, you know, again, my goal was to make something that hit the masses just so that we could try to generate you know, our return on investment for the project. What I learned in my research for, for the movie business is that, you know, four out of five films in the theater do not make money. And so, and those were the big names. And knowing that we did not have a big name, and we wanted to keep our budget low so we couldn't really go out and afford to buy a big name, we decided just to go the DVD route. There's no advantage for a film like yours to go to the theater at all, anyway. It would, no, it would, no. It would cost more to promote it, and it just seems unnecessary. That's right. That's exactly why we didn't do it.